Good morning, everybody. My name is Jeff Gellman of Solid Canine Training, and this is the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show, episode 199. We're almost at 200. Um, I do this every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, for the first time, we're actually streaming on Instagram. So we've got uh, Facebook, YouTube, Rumble, and on Instagram. So really, really excited to see all of that. Uh, what's great about what's happening right now is that there's just a lot of great content out there for me to talk about. Usually my morning shows, what they are, usually my morning shows, what they are is, um, I talk about single topic, um, issues and I expand on them. And I will answer some of your questions. Um, we do have a Q&A show. We just had one last night. We do those every Wednesday and Friday. Lately, we've been doing every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday um, because we have so much information to share with you. There's so many people out there that are struggling. And what I do on the morning show is I sometimes I talk about a little bit of controversial s stuff. Um, and a lot of times I'll, I'll, I'll delve into the, uh, I can't help it, but I'll, de I'll delve into the political arena as well because there's a lot of comparisons to what's going on in dog training right now and in big tech. So I like to expose a lot of that. I've uh, been predicting for a long time that big pharma will be taking over the dog training industry and it is starting and it is starting huge. And that's a good segue into today's show where I want to focus on a specific thing that is very, very frequent, that is really making it difficult for owners to um, get results, to get results. And it, it, it is uh, something that people should be concerned about. It is something that um, obviously is a hot topic, controversial. A lot of people will discount it. A lot of people will disagree with it. Um, there's a huge segment of the population out there um, that, uh, uh, that that does that. So um, there's a couple of people I follow. I don't follow a lot of dog trainers out there, but my buddy Sean O'Shea, um, who's down in uh, New Orleans, Louisiana, I do follow him. I've known him um, possibly for longer than anybody in the industry. Um, uh, has known him. We go back um, for a lot for a long time. Uh, we used to do seminars together. We still stay in contact with each other. He's killing it with shadows down in New Orleans, as well as boarding trains. Obviously, um, he works with extremely aggressive dogs, and he's he's turned into a good writer. And the reason why I say that is because I know him when he was a shitty writer. So kudos to him for working on that craft. Um, and. But one thing, this is a, a post that, that comments. I get a lot of my motivation for a lot of my um, podcasts, my morning podcasts, from all of you, from a comment you might make, which makes me think about something. Um, uh, so this is a comment that somebody made on, uh, his, um, on his page. And it really segues into what I'm doing. And... This says, I'm going to read it word for word. It's a public comment, so I can do this. I only read public comments um, because everybody can see them. They can go to his page and they can see them. Um, well, you know, the story is entirely true. Before I even met you, I tried the one last thing I had with my boy who has debilitating fears. He had to be carried outside to pee even while being on a cocktail of 12 forms of sedatives per day, which didn't work. 
Now, you can't buy sedatives on your own. Well, you can, but the vet prescribes it. So this dog has so much fear that the owner had to be carrying the dog outside. Now, for granted, the owner needs training too, because we get dogs like this all the time. We put a leash on them. We drag them outside. But still, when you go to a vet and you tell them about your dog's fear and they prescribe medication to you, you a lot of times people will listen to their vet. Um, so the 12 sedatives didn't work. What worked was the e-cower. So one thing she has not tried was the e-cower. I'd almost give it up hope um, he'd ever walk around our block. I mean, can you imagine owning a dog you can't walk around the block? The communication one side conditioned to the e-cower was immediate. Absolute game changer. He's come so far, it's much healthier mentally and physically in a confident dog. Now, so this is an owner that is struggling. This is an owner that is struggling. And this is an owner who went to the vet and was prescribed 12 different sedatives. 12 different sedatives. Now, why did Big Pharma, why did the vet prescribe these sedatives? Because Big Pharma has taken over the vet industry. They are buying up chains and they're buying up vet offices and putting them in the chains like VCA. So what is happening is dog training does not even come into the formula. Now, they will recommend you to a dog behaviorist, but almost every dog behaviorist, no matter what your dog's issues are, part of the dog behaviorist fix is drugs. Guaranteed. I guarantee anybody, I guarantee anybody to go to a veterinary behaviorist with any story about your dog and the prescription pad comes out. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. So when I say that Big Pharma is going to be taking over now the pet industry, watch how this transitions from the vet office to the food companies to the toy companies to dog training organizations. Just watch. Watch some of these, for, see if any of these force-free and reward-only organizations are funded, are funded by Big Pharma. Start there. Start there. Because they're, they're owning almost everything else. They're controlling almost everything else. So let's start seeing this. So, but I'd like to know what vet that is ethical would ever prescribe 12 medications to somebody when good dog training and they would and they would probably be opposed to an e-cower, but meanwhile, the e-cower was the answer. And like I've said before, and like I will say again, 100% of dogs can be trained, can be rehabbed on a remote cower, shock cower, e-cower, they're all the same things. You can't do that with food. 
We use food to train dogs. 50% of the dogs we work with won't take food. Do not take training advice from your dog. We get almost every single dog off drugs. Every good dog trainer gets dogs off drugs. Every good dog trainer gets dogs off drugs. So here I am again, another morning, another supposable conspiracy until we realize that it's true. Like a lot of the other stuff that I've been screaming and yelling about. So it's really, really interesting. And if you're brand new, because if you're just jumping in on Instagram and you haven't didn't know I did a morning show, um, this is show number 199. Feel free to go back into Facebook, go on to Rumble, and scroll through, and you'll see all my previous shows. I've been doing podcasting and radio shows for 16 years now. So it's very, very interesting what is happening out there. And it's very, very interesting how when you've got a fearful dog that can't even walk outside and then you bring up an e-cower, so many professionals would say that's the worst thing possible. When I will tell you from personal experience of 20 years, 10,000 dogs traveling the world, it is probably the best tool for fearful dogs. I can prove it. I've got videos and I'm just going to let you know, give me a fearful dog and I'll show you how it's done. Give me a fearful dog, and I'll show you how it's done. We've got our cast control. If you go to Solid Canine Academy, Solid Canine Academy, go there. Our chaos control is a live leash reactive course going over five days, unedited and live. And you can go there and see it, purchase it. And we'll be announcing another course on the first. Let's get through some of the questions. Allison over on Rumble. Good morning. Good morning to you, Allison. How are you? Um, obviously, says wake up, so I'm overpaid. Anything else is a plus. Yep. Brett, good morning. Good morning, Brett. How are you? Avi, how are you, Brett? Abdil, good morning, Brett. Could you got the morning crew here over on over here on uh, YouTube? Uh, Avi, all good. Michelle, good morning. Two dogs and a dude. Hey, Billy, how are you? A veterinarian that I used for years with George. The first thing out of his mouth was to give Vader medication so I don't use him anymore. Good. And Vader is a very fearful dog. And we rehabbed Vader. No meds. No meds. We rehabbed him. And this was a very fearful dog. So Vader is a hundred and probably by hundred by now 140 pound corso who had a flight massive flight response and um we rehabbed him into a confident dog with really good dog training but also the tool of choice was any cower so for folks out there that say fearful dogs shouldn't use e-cowers they just mean they don't know how to do it. They just don't know how to do it. That's what that means. 
they're not they're not skilled on how to do it. But we do it every day successfully, and these dogs have a better life with their owners. JD, uh, Jay Drinkwalter, my good friend, has a hyper dog, and she chose drugs over training. Now she's begging for someone else to take the dog prior to having to kill the dog. Right. So she has a hyper dog, and she's going to kill the dog. If you have a hyper dog, that's one training session. That's one training session. That's one hour of training with any decent dog trainer. One. Nothing fancy, just one. One training session. One training session to stop the hyperness. And then, obviously, you train the dog, which takes long. You know, you're, you're not going to have a fully trained dog in one training session. But the point is, you're not going to have this hyper dog that you can't control in one training session. Any decent dog trainer can do that. Any decent dog trainer can do that. It's not difficult to do. If you are looking for a dog trainer and they don't wow the pants off of you after the first session, then you probably should look for another dog trainer. But any decent dog trainer can do that. Uh, Terry, I saw that post. It's crazy. Felt bad for her. Glad she found Sean. Agreed. Stacy says it's true. I take. I, I had to take a canine behavior class in twenty two in two thousand. So that was twenty three years ago. And even back then, it was all about the drugs to put them on. No training solutions at all. It was disturbing. Yeah, think about that, Stacey. I'm sure you do. Think about it. Drugs. The answer is drugs. The answer is drugs. The answer is drugs. Why do you think the answer is drugs? Why do you think the answer is drugs? Because they don't have training experience. That is why. They don't have training experience. So... Stop going to your vet. And I. this is nothing against vets. Stop going to your plumber. Stop going to your electrician. Stop going to the dog food companies. Stop going to the toy companies. Talk to a really good dog trainer who knows how to get solutions. Aubrey, what age is appropriate to start using knee cower? Well, you can start a dog on a knee cower cow are 14 weeks old but what are you going to do with it what are you going to do with it that's the factor if you're going to layer it over your existing training that you've been doing with all food and you still use food with the e-cower well then that's good if you're just going to be correcting the dog for obedience that's not good but you can get but you can get the um you can stop some unwanted behaviors, biting, barking, whining, jumping, rushing the door. You can stop some of those. Now, you're not going to do it the same way I would do it with an adult dog, but the, concept, the concepts are the same. Allison over on Rumble, that's crazy. That's a crazy cocktail of pills for one dog. I had a client that went to... Um, to a non, went to a non-client because they preferred to drug their energetic dog instead of train. So sad, less than a year old, and she couldn't even lift her head. I was disgusted and horrified. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The amount, of, the amount of people out there, the amount of people out there that are um, drugging their dogs is is appalling. It's appalling. But using a bonker is abusive, supposedly. But drugging your dogs is industry standard. 
Here's his uh, better yet. Get the Fearful Dog course starring Vader. The course is great. Yeah, we have a Fearful. If you go to Sally Canine Academy, Sally Canine Academy, go to the Fearful Dog course, and you'll see how we work a dog through fear. And you'll see. It's not always pretty. But the end result is incredible. It's not always pretty, but the end result is incredible. And that's a, that's a concept, a new concept for a lot of people. It should all look great and wonderful. Really? Okay. Deb says, good morning, Jeff. Good morning to you, Sid. Good morning. Sue, which of the courses included a brief preview that we could watch before purchasing? I have two and like them, but I am unsure of purchasing more without getting a greater sense of what is covered. We have a really good description, Sue. And there is, I think, a little teaser. There's a little teaser at the beginning in the promo. But if you like our courses, you know they're going to be good courses. If you like our course, but, but I'm pretty sure there's a little teaser. There's a good description of what it covers. And then there's a little video teaser. If I, if I recall, if you go to Sally Canine Academy, it really talks about what we go over. And then there's a little video preview as well. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure, Sue, there is. I could be wrong, but I've looked at the page enough times. Um, Abdiel says, yep, I had my dog for four years and struggled. Had trainers help with little success. They found you about nine months ago. Introduced the e-cower in your methods. My dog is good. Awesome. Let's see. Instagram. What do we got on Instagram? Caregiver coach. Good morning, Jeff. College Station, Texas. Hey, Texas, what's up? Changing 1645. My dog is leash reactive, but only when I'm walking him, not my husband. And he was recently boarded for a week with no instance of reactivity report. Is it possible that this is a form of resource? Yeah, your dog. Well, your dog probably resource guards you, but your dog also doesn't take you serious. Your dog doesn't take you serious. So we have a leash reactive course, a live chaos to control course. So changing 1645, if you go to Solid Canine Academy, Solid Canine Academy, you will not only learn how to stop leash reactivity, but you also learn how to have the best walk of your life. $147 on the 1st of September it goes up to $197. So if you buy that, you will start getting the best walk of your life. Um, so then you want to know what the protocols are for resource training. We will show you 100% completely how to stop it in the video. We'll show you how to stop in the video because there's different types of resource guarding. So there's resource guarding of like food, beds, bones, rooms. There's resource guarding of people when you're standing. But leash reactivity is even a separate protocol. And we show you how to do that. We show you how to do that. Um, let's see what else. So, changing, if you if you can't watch it live, yes. If you can't watch it live, you get the recording. Everybody that buys the course also gets the recording. They also get the recording. Usually the same day. Usually the same day, if not the next day. And you can ask questions too. It's highly interactive. Brittany says drugs equal money. Yes, uh, because they, they're paid off by Big Pharma. Agreed 100%. Stacy says, I also knew uh, 
of a trainer and a vet who put down a puppy due to aggressive behavior when it was in fact fear. The poor thing was killed when all it needed was training. Yeah. Avi Vader is a star. Leona, Stacy, some things. Same thing here happened. Sweet, beautiful pup put down. Yes. I think Leona is in uh, Israel, if, I, if I'm correct. Uh, Aubrey, I have a four-month-old Irish wolfhound um, who gets a little rough with my Pomeranian. Uh, you better be careful on that because the size difference is going to be incredible. I can correct him and reward him with treats when he listens. Stop rewarding him with treats when he listens. Okay, stop rewarding him with treats when he listens. So you're training, attack the dog, stop attacking the dog, and you get paid. Stop rewarding him with treats. We train with rewards, by the way. I'm not against rewards. Stop rewarding the dog after it attacks your dog and pulls off. Also... It takes a couple of times to call him off before he listens. You're 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 are using a remote collar, and if you are, your levels are too low. Also, I've got a video on out away from people. You can use it out away from dogs. You can use it out away from dogs. All right, so you can do that. All right. Naomi, we've never had an aggressive dog get better with drugs. If anything, it just makes them unpredictable, which is more dangerous. Yes. I'm not seeing drugs work with dogs. Terry says, all courses have a teaser, good description of what is covered. I have several, love them, all the best uh, money I've spent, years of life, so you can go back for refreshers. Yes. Um, CP1206, good morning. Uh, this is over on Instagram. Good morning, Jeff. I'm a previous dog owner and I've had him train with eCower and his 10 years with me was great for both of us. Yes. Yeah. People that say eCowers are not good with dogs. Listen, you can train your dog any way you want to. You do not have to use an eCower. But if you choose to, and we have free, court, not free courses and paid courses on this, you can have the best life with your dog ever. That doesn't mean you can't have a good life with your dog without one. But I'm just saying, though, for anybody to say that eCowers are mean, you're uneducated. You are uneducated. Put it this way. I've seen so many fat dogs, obese dogs in my life. I find that mean. I find that mean. I find that a hell of a lot more mean than using an e-cower. An obese dog that's going to have, um, that's going to die too early, I find mean. There's no excuse to have an obese dog. No excuse whatsoever. Douglas over on Rumble, are you in the hurricane path? Yes, we are. We're a direct hit. Stay safe. Well, it, 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 it keeps changing. It keeps changing. But yes. But yes, we're in the path of the hurricane. So if I'm not on tomorrow, it's because I have no electricity. Which means I have no internet. But we've got a generator, but it's not a whole house generator. Well, you will use it for the refrigerator freezer and one appliance um, and the espresso machine. And then we'll be able to have uh, each of us will have one light on in our bedrooms. They can also power up our cell phones. And that's it. That's all we have. 
because because it's a four thousand watt. We're probably going to get a whole house generator at some point. All right. Jeannie uh, says, when I'm using the red button on my e-coward, do I release the button when the when he arrives at me, or making his way to me? Different. All dogs are different. De depends on depends on how you train your dog. I've got a course called Green to Graduate. It'll show you how to fully. There's a lot of variables, so I've got a course called Green to Graduate on um, Solid Canine Academy. You can fully train your dog. I also do private one-on-ones. Manny bought a badge for me. Thank you so much. You can buy badges on Instagram, by the way. Support this channel. Share the chat. Share the channel. Like the show. Get a badge. All right. There is no recall button on the e-cower. There's no recall button. There's just stim buttons. The same button you use for every command. It's not a recall button. That's what I mean. Watch the course. You'll be, you'll be fully educated on how the e-cower works. All right. Stacy, how should we use toys with our dogs? How are people talking about their dogs having anxiety toys, always having a toy in their mouth? You can use the toy in a lot of different ways you want to, but just remember the toy gets the dog usually aroused. So if you have the course, then you'll know there's no such thing as the recall button. Now you use the button for recall, but there's a lot of variables on the, the dog. If it immediately turns and comes directly to you, or if it meanders to you, that's how you determine how long you hold the button down for. And then also you've got to go at different levels, all depends on distractions. So go over the recall training again. Go over it again. I have a hound uh, boarding here who is on Prozac. So Aunt Wendy, we make um, we make uh, all dogs be off drugs before they come in. Yeah, we don't want dogs on drugs, but it's only there for boarding. That's a different story, I guess. But in a boarding train, we want dogs, all dogs off drugs. We want to work with a dog with a clear mind, even if it's struggling. Even if it's struggling. All right. All right, everybody. I hope that explains things, Jeannie. But you might want to do a one-on-one -on -one if you're struggling with recall. Because it all depends on you have to read the dog. There's there's the level, there's the level, there's the distractions, there's the dog, and then there's your skill set. So you don't have we don't use the pager. We don't use the pager. So if you have the course, you'll know that we're, we're outspoken about we don't use the pager and we don't use tone. We use shock. We use shock. 
So we might want to do a one-on-one -on -one so I can walk you through it step by step. All right. All right, everybody, time to get going. Everybody have a fantastic day. If you're down here in Florida, stay safe. All right, we got a hurricane coming through. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.